What's going on, guys? Eric Black here. Welcome to Rockcast. Uh, right over there is my good friend Parker Miner. And um, you know, we we like this show that we like to call Rockcast because uh it we get to talk about music, specifically rock, metal, and alternative. Not so much on the alternative. Alternative is more the redheaded stepchild of the group. Yeah, we still talk about it, but no it's offense not, to redheads. Not well, a little bit. A little bit. I like to be a little offensive on this show. It's fine. Because uh, because that's who we are, apparently. We're offensive. Offensive. By the way, Eric, do you see this nice glass of whatever you want to think it is? Mm. This is in celebration tonight. Do you know what we're celebrating? Uh, the blood of your enemies? No, no. but close. Uh, we are going to celebrate. Tell us. You tell oh. them. You tell them what we're celebrating. Here's the thing, kids. This week on the show, we are celebrating a throwback situation. Now, as you know, or maybe you don't, they uh, don't. They COVID, don't know. COVID has thrown us for a little bit of a loop. So lots of things have been canceled, including live shows, or including festivals. Festivals. You got a whole slew of things that you can't do in the music industry now. So here we are talking with you, fine folks. Uh, but this week, it's going to be a throwback week. So we're going to be talking about uh, a couple different interviews that we had and a couple different experiences that we had oh, at, yes. uh, at Rock on the Range. R-O-T-R. Back, back in 2017 when uh, things weren't so weird, I guess. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. It, anyway, we did it. It was fun. We had a great time. A couple of the interviews that we're going to be talking about. The first one here is going to be of... Um, Tony Palomero, uh, he was from Papa Roach. P. Roach. P. Roach, if you will. P.R., if you want to do it that way as well. Either way. Uh, he was nice enough to sit down with us and talk. Now, here's the thing. We only got a couple interviews out of the entire, what, two days we were there. Why was that? Well, I'll tell you, Parker Miner. I will fill you in on the deets. Remind me what happened. <laughs> two times, Parker. That's, that's twice. That's twice. They, uh, they, now this is in a big arena type scenario. So it's a big festival in a big, in a bigger arena. It's in Ohio. I don't uh, remember that. Oh, Ohio. They had, uh, apparently some, some bad storms around the area. So we couldn't actually do much there. Oh. They, they, they said, it, here's the thing. We hear the sirens. We see dark clouds, 250,000 miles away from us. Naders. So, we should probably evacuate the entire arena, and, uh, and there was probably like 250,000 people there. And mind you, Eric and I just made a five-hour drive up yep. to yep. what city we, was that? We, uh, wasn't it Columbus? Columbus, Columbus. Yeah. And we had about, uh, about 10 interviews solidified, and we had, I think, three or four that we were working on on the mm -hmm. way there. So yeah. everything, everything was fine. Everything was going well. We got everything set up. Everything was finally working, all that good stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, we, uh, we, we have to evacuate. Before we could even turn the mics on, turn the cameras on, we had to leave. It was awful. It was horrible. So we packed all of our stuff up because I'm not leaving all that stuff in the media tent. That's not going to happen. No, yeah. no, that's not. No, no. It was just um, thousands of dollars of equipment. No, it's no big deal. No big deal. Uh, so we, we packed all of our trash up and we put it on our backs because we had Ooh. backpacks 
And then not trash uh, bags, bad no, bags. No, no, no. But there was a little <laughs> bit of trash bag gas going on there that day. That is, <laughs> that is I believe you're right. There yeah. was. Yeah. You know what's funny about that? I remember that specifically. I don't remember certain things, but I remember that they had tables set up. Like hmm. it was so to the point, like the festival industry was so booming back then. You could literally sell trash bag gas. Trash bag gas. Artist. They're gas in trash yeah. bags. It's yeah. sealed up. They just, they, it, it resembles a trash bag, except it's clear and you get it, you know, you, you just make it so that it's, it's really just right here. So the bag is, the bag is flowing down here and you have this little neck and you put that up to your b-hole right, right there and you, you let it go inside of there and you grab it real quick. Kind of like a vacuum. Kind of like a vacuum. And then you, you wind it up with either tape or a twisty tie situation or rope or, you know, whatever. They had a lot hair. of hair bands. I saw a lot of hair, hair a lot band of hair bands. Yeah, and they weren't on stage. Um, and then and then you can autograph it, write your name. Uh, Eric Black was here. On the trash and, bag. And sell it for $500, and people will buy it. But not on the gas, because the gas was invisible, so you have to sign the trash bag. Yeah, you literally have to get a Sharpie, whether it's black or whether it's silver or pink or whatever your favorite that color works. is. That's how that worked. Anyway, um, we have the interview. We have obtained the interview interview that we did. <laughs> on our own from from my drive so we've we've got that interview it's uh it's gonna be a good one um tony palermo and uh papa roach at rock in the range in 2017 Man. you guys uh let's check it out here you go hey sweetheart are you ready can we do this all right <laughs> oh we're ready i'm just sitting here jabbing all right <laughs> include that in there <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, Eric Black here. We are here at Rock on the Range. We're just hanging out here in the tent. It was raining earlier. It's it's sunny out now. Um, a lot of chaos. We'll get into that in a minute. But I'm yeah. here with Tony from Papa Roach. Man, what's uh, what's going on, brother? You know, I mean, just living the dream, dude. We had a new record drop, Crooked Teeth, yesterday. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, just super excited to play today. Yeah. You know, I, we feel the buzz in the air, and it's like, can't wait to get out and play some new songs. Now, let me ask you this. Now, there's been a little bit of... Um, weirdness here at rock on the range because of the weather there's been uh several evacuations yeah. how does this affect you guys as a as musicians getting up there and playing and is it is it something that you have to think about or well we're just hoping that that doesn't happen today and that sure. everybody gets to play um but you know we're just concentrating on what we're gonna do and and you know we just focus on that man sure sure we we can't really like we can't we can't differ from that you know right. we can't yeah. So, so on those lines, then, so pre-show, what's the process of, of getting into the mood of all right, it's showtime. I got to do this. Is there is there any pre-show rituals or anything like that? Yeah, we. I mean, each of us will warm up, you know, individually. Um, so I'll do my thing on the pad or whatever, and then uh, cranking up music, some yeah. of our favorite music. Nice. And um, we always do uh, right before we walk on. We always do like a band huddle. Yep. So it's just one of those like. You know, from that moment on, it's go time. Yeah. You know, there's no like backing off of that moment. So. Do you still get nervous before you go on stage? Um, you know what's weird? We did a TV thing the other day, uh, and I get nervous for those things because right. it's like it was live. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. If you mess it up, yeah. <laughs> you're just it's forever. Be that guy that it, messed it up. It's forever. Yeah. You know, yep. it's. I hate that pressure, yep. man. <laughs> but no, going out. You know, on stage in front of 30, what, 40,000? I don't even know. Right. A ton. It's, it's sold out here at Rock in the Range. That's comfortable. Yeah. 
which is kind of weird, but right. we love it. That's, yeah. our, that's, our, that's our passion. Now, traveling, you, you go all over the country and even, even the world. Yeah. The biggest, uh, how do I say this? The weirdest thing you've ever seen on the road or I anywhere for that matter, like what, what brings to mind, it's, this, was, this was it, this was something that I'm just like, what, what what's going on here? The weirdest thing? The weirdest thing that has happened on the road. Oof. Oh man. Uh, Either that's a lot or, or not enough maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, different experiences, experiences in different places, like Russia was, Russia was a weird, weird thing for us to right. go. We, like we've been, you know, a bunch of times since. Sure. First time we went, and it was just a completely new world, just different people, man. But the the youth there are, are crazy. Right. Like they're they're always apologetic for for the uh, the elder people of the country. Right. You know, they went through a weird time. They man. did. I mean, you know, they did. Yeah. And you know, it's like when you when you go there. Whether you're you're in line for the uh, for your airport or for your airplane ticket, or you're in line at a store or something, it's just everybody cuts in front of you. you so it's know? all chaos. It's chaos. Dude. Wow. And no one gets mad. We or do. Because <laughs> right? we're like, man, this right. This is rude, and they're you know they're just used to like they gotta fight they just do to it. Get yeah. whatever they need to get at wow. that moment. And that was that's that was just a lifestyle for for us to kind of. Now we're used to it, right? You know, uh, veterans, going there. right? Yeah, but but yeah, that was that's just you know summing it up. Some lifestyles and some some countries are, are just weird. completely different. It takes a minute to get used to and that. I'm kind sure of thing. they think that when they come to our country. Sure, too, so, sure. You know, but now we talked a little bit here uh, before the on-camera stuff about um, being being in Nashville. Yeah, and it's it it seems to be like I th I think we we narrowed it down to 2015. I think I think, I think so. that's where yeah. you're at, but now here's here's the deal. We we need to have you come back. We yeah, we, we miss you. Back. We love you. We yeah. have to travel to probably four or five hours away to see you. Okay, yeah. So we need to have this happen, and we need to have that thought process in your guys' heads. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Be thinking about that. We, but and we have a lot of friends there too now. They, sure. They, you know, everybody keeps sure. moving to Nashville. Yep. It's like, yep. when are you guys coming? Like. My drum company, Pearls, out of Nashville. Yes, they are, yes. Uh, but we played a lot of times there, and sometimes we've been there and not been able to play. Right. I don't know if you remember a show, Right on the Water, they had that that stage. Yes. The barge. The, yes, yes. Man, that, that was, was crazy. that was a cheap trick. Oh, yeah. man. But we went out, uh, a couple of our guys went out and did acoustic, because there was a huge storm that yeah. blew through there. Yep. And the barge was like, didn't it get... I don't know. Something it's, crazy it, happened. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really weird. So, really, really crazy. Yeah, I think they oh, actually man. drowned. Yeah, it was a crazy time. That was man. a weird storm. Yeah. 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 So we were yeah, but we were like huddled up in the bus, like watching it just happen in front of us, Ooh. man. Just downpour. Like we couldn't go anywhere. Like we didn't. I don't think we had hotels, so it wasn't like yeah. That was our hotel, so we were just like. So your writing style. When you guys sit together and write. Yeah. What's the process in your head now? Do you? Do you prefer music first? Do you prefer lyrics first? Is it a combination of everything? It's it's always music first. Okay. Um, you know, Jacoby Jacoby is a vibe out guy. Like so so he'll he'll vibe out on a riff, and just be like, "Ooh, what's that?" You know, <laughs> go for right. that. You know, and or we'll just make demos and, and give them to send them to him. Sure. And um, it's either yeah that's cool or yeah change this or something. And so he. He pretty much waits to get inspired by the music. Right. So. That's 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 how I am too. It's yeah. I can't I can't really write lyrics. But we're always writing. like, hey man, 
can you like don't you have any lyrics written down right right like, get in your give book give us some lyrics and let yeah. us like let us do the has that ever thing. happened has that ever happened no. We're gonna have to bring I mean, that. Maybe before me. Actually, I've never asked him that, but um, we should ask him that. We'll ask. But him yeah, that. it's we'll get that narrowed he's down. He's just like, what do you guys got? <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's all good. It, it <sighs> seems to work. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, we're you know we're hanging out here at, at Rock on the Range. It's an outside venue. Um, the difference between an outside venue and an inside venue obviously is the weather. Uh -huh. But as far as like a band preference, yeah. what do you guys, would, would you rather spend time outside or would you rather spend time inside? Uh, for me, I think we all agree on, on, I mean, we love these huge like stadium sure. things, but inside, like I think arenas are, are where it's at for us right. because, um, you know, you've got lights. Yep. Lights are a big part of it. And the sound obviously is very important. And when you're outside, if it's windy, it sounds like crap. Yeah. Because the wind's just yep. taking all, all the sound waves and just right. blowing them everywhere. So uh, it's more controlled inside. It's more controlled yeah. inside. You have better, you know, better chance of, of really bringing a, a, a production quality to the show. Sure. Uh, well, I think that's better. Yeah, that's what you're saying too. And I think it's better for the listener, better for the fans. Yeah. Um, you know, better for overall. Yeah. There's all no people. chance of like. Yeah, rain delays. Of what happened today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yesterday for that yeah. matter. Um, on the road, you guys travel a lot. Does it? I mean, when you guys get back home, yeah. wherever that may be, I mean, what's what's the experience like? Because you, you're, yeah, when you get to Nashville, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you're when you get home off the road, I mean, you you gotta you're hanging with your families, all yeah. that good stuff. But feeling wise, I mean, I know the road is is you know being in front of fans, being in front of people is amazing. Yeah. yeah. But when you get home, what's that like? It's, dude, we, we literally live two different lives. Right. It's, you know, you get home and my wife, well, I, I'm pretty sure all of our wives are the same. They're just like, yeah, okay, cool, you're home now. <laughs> take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, take the dog out. Take the kids to school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Go pick up the dog crap. <laughs> Which, you know, it's fine. It's like, right. I love both. I love being on the road. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it's what I've wanted to do my whole yep. life absolutely and, uh, absolutely but you know having families you know we go home and just get grounded you know right. it's like there's there's that you know now do you completely do you completely take the band focus out of that situation and say i'm just going to focus on being home relaxed with my family friends yeah, yeah pretty much i mean you know we'll because we we've been known to tour a lot sure right? so sure. We'll, we'll have uh we'll do five weeks on the road and two weeks at home and wow. a lot of those times, those two weeks turn into like 10 days. And we're like, uh-uh-uh, we need like two weeks, yeah. at least two weeks. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've just tried to balance all that, yeah. you know. And it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, family, yeah. family. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, you can't help but be when you're on the road together. And, right. You know, we all live in tight quarters. And uh, we spend our days in the dressing rooms. And, right. You know, but it's. Dude, this I, I I couldn't imagine being, you know, with any other guys right now. It's just, and it, you know that's the thing. Like it shows. It shows when you play, when you yeah. perform, when you talk about each other. Um, I I've noticed that. I know a lot of the fans, the listeners. Um, you know they they notice that too. That you yeah. guys really are a family. That's that's oh, true. Yeah, it's absolutely. a true statement. Yeah, um, because we know we know some bands which I will not name, but they. <laughs> do not like each other yes and it's there's more it's a shame I, and I, I think there's more that. of those than than not yeah. and i don't understand that like how could you not be if you're on the road as yeah. much as you are in that confined yeah. situation how can you not be 
open to these. And there are always other bands I'm pretty sure are probably jealous. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like it, it's kind of sad. It's like right. you know we've toured right. with some bands where they all have their own dressing rooms. It's like oh man, like that's kind of weird. I'm it's like that kind of be cool, but not. Right. I don't know. It is yeah. Get a little shot yeah. here. This is uh, this is gonna be part of the interview. We're gonna do this right now. Part of the interview. Tony, I really appreciate you taking the hey, time thanks, out. Guys. Awesome. We'll see you in Nashville appreciate soon. Yes, All right. I hope so. Man. All right, brother. See you later. All right, guys. That was Tony with Papa Roach, the drummer, and we just went over uh, a really cool video from Rock and the Range 2017. Of course, their album Crooked Teeth came out that year, so we talked about that a little bit, touring life and how much of family uh, Jacoby Shaddix and the guys are. So there you go. We got some more, don't we, Eric? We do. We do. Absolutely. Uh, now, this next video uh was totally unplanned we are actually doing something totally different and then this this ha two things actually happened uh and we had to uh we had to film it um so i don't know if you're like me but sometimes i have to go to the bathroom and uh i do then i just i just go to the bathroom generally in a facility not so much wherever i want that's you get kicked out of places yes anyway parker and i both had to use the facilities at Rock on the Range. <clears throat> well, we walk up to, uh, we were, we actually, we were backstage and we were walking up to the bath, one of the bathrooms back there. And as we were walking up, there's a line. Um, it's in, in the middle of, or in between sets. So there's a little bit of a line. And before we could get too close, we were probably like 10 yards away. We start hearing screaming, just not, not bad screaming, just someone's being loud. And we're like, oh, well, they've had, a good time today the closer we get the more obnoxious it is and now i'm thinking about it parker pretty impressive that they went for that long actually because it was a decently long time so this line yeah. was probably five people deep something like that so yeah. by the time we got up there uh we could fully see what's what's happening this dude was at the urinal and there's three urinals up there so we're all three or four urinals up there so we're all you know we're hanging out and he's sitting there literally uh, actually standing there at the urinal doing his thing and he's he's just screaming he's a happy guy i guess what did it sound like it was weird uh we have it we have it on the video you're gonna see this in a minute but anyway he he was being random and uh i think this was probably the highlight of our uh, uh rock on the range experience and there's another little treat inside of there too that we just happened to stumble on uh, a young man that was having uh, a very comfortable time. You'll you'll see once the move, once the uh, video starts going. But uh, uh, this is uh, this is the bathroom experience at Rock on the Range. Check it out. So I just had the weirdest bathroom experience ever. So uh, <laughs> so we're at Rock on the Range and we're, and we're going into the bathroom, right? That's what it was like. And there's a line. There's a little bit of a line. But uh, this guy is already at the urinal, and he's he's screaming at some other guy next to him. Not in a bad way, just just randomly for no reason, just randomly screaming. And uh, so we were kind of there's a line behind us, and we're like, well, this is the most awkward situation. Have you ever gotten screamed at in the bathroom next to you at a urinal? Me? Yeah. It just, I don't think I ever done it. It just happened to me. I mean, I mean, like, wow. loud I mean, like, like, screamed at. Yeah, well, like, not in a bad way. In a bad way, he was just like, ah! 
Like literally, that's that's verbatim. It was weird. It was very awkward. Anyway. I gotta show this guy because he's a freaking rock star. Look at this shit. This is how you live. He told me to get comfortable with myself. Well, they kicked me out. He said, go get comfortable, come back when you're ready. I said, okay, I got comfortable. Are you serious? Yeah, but are you ready? I'm cool. I mean, he's definitely okay. comfortable. I got fucking glitter, his body paint, like, ready to go. Dude, I like your style. I like your style too. I don't really have one. I mean, I borrowed it, but it's not mine. I had it just You just be, just be doo doo. Do you already there? Like, I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to go backwards in comfort. I could put on like some, you know, jeans or whatever. But I'd be like, yeah, but that's not really. That that's the direction I want to go. In comparison, yeah, like this is this is where I want to be. Yeah. You know, I yeah. want to listen to live. Yeah. And, I feel I feel know. like you are making really awesome life choices right now. You know, sometimes every now and again. Well, that was an awkward sidetrack, but anyway. Uh, so, anyways, back to the conversation yeah. about the guy yelling in my ear while I'm taking a piss now, and while this, you're taking. Yeah, this a piss. both happened. This happened to both of us. Not. Not at the same time. I wanted but, it. But it was the same I situation. I wanted it. Yeah. yeah. He, he wanted it. I was just I was just happy to be there. He just stepped in the place I was just happy at to the be wrong there. time. I had a pee. I had a pee. And he was still there, and I took the opportunity. And I said, yeah. do it. Scream, I'm not. I think, I think he did like three or four other people after after we left. I think that was the guy from Star Trek. It could have been. It actually could have been. But that, that's our story. That's that's all we got. It's the guy from Star Trek. We're going we're gonna to go. All right, so what do you guys think? What do you guys think? I mean, that's that's totally random, right? And that, that doesn't happen to to everybody. And again, we were just backstage hanging out and uh, had to go use the facilities. And totally normal. random random dude just starts screaming at you while you're doing your thing in the bathroom. I think my favorite part is the guy got told to he told to come back after he's comfortable. So he came back comfortable. That was for sure. He was in a robe. <laughs> he was in a robe. What did he say with with glitter and <laughs> nail paint or something, something yeah something know. like that it was it was random that dude that dude was the most comfortable dude there by far <laughs> he he was definitely comfortable so i don't even know where did he find a shower did he go back to his hotel room because there wasn't think, well he would have to walk you remember that drive you would have to walk pretty far yeah. to get to a hotel you had the uh you had the big boy restaurant next door what was that place called uh yeah but you could you could take a shower big, in there it was big boys i think i think it, uh, no. no it was yeah it was yeah yeah it was so yeah, we were going to go there, but there were 500 other people that were there, too. I know what he did. I know what he did. It just came to me. He went to the porta-potties back there and just splashed off. That's, you know, a yep, yep. couple that of splashes. Sense. That makes sense. That's probably where he got the glitter, too. It is. It was actually not really from somebody. It made him look like he got laid. But really what happened is he probably had glitter from all over the porta-potty. This was pre-COVID, yep. so you can't get any, like, diseases. Oh, well, I guess you could, but not, no, not from a not from a porta potty. You can't get diseases from those are the cleanest things in the entire world, Parker. Come on, right? It's like hot tubs, absolutely, except cold. So, he had to do it back there, though. I mean, I, I remember seeing like twenty porta potties back there, and it had to be at least one of those twenty that he went back there and splashed off, got his hair a little wet. He found a robe, probably a homeless guy right down the street, yep. picked up the robe, put it on, came back. And he was comfortable at that point. Most comfortable. He, if there were, if there were some sort of an award situation, he would have, he would have got it. Absolutely, he did. Would have he got actually it. did get the award. Yeah, he that did. night he, mm -hmm. he took it home with him. Okay, that's fair. Hey, that's fair. on a real note, oh. anybody that's watching this will not understand, but me and Eric. But that night was freezing. By the way, it was. <laughs> I mean, for May, dude, it's like a warmer month of the year. It was pretty cold that it, night. So that guy, was, if he was rocking the robe with, yeah. with nothing else, dude, you know. Yeah. He was chilly. 
He was definitely chilly. <laughs> and uh, there's another story that uh, some of the stories that we have, we can't share. Nope. I guess. But we, we have did. kids now. <laughs> but we did. That's not going to stop me. No. <laughs> but we did almost get kicked out. That's for sure. If you want to know about that, just let us know and we'll tell you that story. But it'll be the VIP uh, experience. That was an interesting situation. If uh, all I'm saying is if there, if, if no one tells you that you can't do it, then we're going to do it. So that's all I'm going to tell you. But if you want to know, just let's let us know and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll tell you over drinks you're buying. There's that. Don't ever tell us that we can't do anything. Eric Black knows. If you tell me that we can't do something, I'm going to make a point to make sure that that happens. It'll happen. And it will happen. That's right. Just like he said, oh, we'll never get anybody from Seether to stop by. Now with all these freaking tornadoes and storms, man, I'll be like, you know what? Just hold your stuff, man. I know we're going to get them on. We're going to get Del Stewart of Seether on. That's exactly who we're going to get on. Yeah, he's the accordionist. He loved it so much, he didn't even want to leave. He didn't. He didn't. Uh, and it's going to be good. You'll see it in uh, in this next video that we did with Dale Stewart of the band Seether. It's Enjoy. our throwback week to Rock on the Range 2017. What's going on, guys? We are still here at Rock on the Range. We didn't leave. We never left. It, we're still here. I will never leave. Now, there was a situation, though. There's a little bit of a situation. Little this bit. Is, we're, we'll get into that in a second. This is Dale from Seether. We're hanging out here and rocking out. Uh, really loud, actually, over there. I like it. It's getting loud. Loud man. and proud, yeah. yeah. It was a bit of a rough start earlier. They were like, Code Red, we're shutting it down. And they did twice, yesterday and today, both. Yeah, but I walked outside, and I'm like... And it's sunny. I'm like, I looked at my phone, it's 66. Yeah. It's a nice, light breeze. Perfect. cloudy. Yeah. Perfect, like, festival weather. It's not too hot. I'm like, I'm, I, I don't I'm know confused. what they're looking at, but yeah. like, it looks actually quite nice. Yeah. So I'm glad it, uh, it was temporary, and we're back on track. Yeah, yeah. everything's back to good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All gravy. Um, so here's the deal. We're doing this. Uh, we're doing this interview thing right now. I don't know if you're familiar with doing interviews at all. Have you ever done an interview in your tired? I did. Uh, maybe I did one, one back in uh, 2003. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So you're familiar. You get it. Yeah. yeah you understand I'll, it. I'll, I'll, well, I'll get back into it. How How are things? Like how How What's going on, man? What do you uh, What's up? Uh, just touring, man. Touring. Uh, album came out about what a week or two ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So far, the response is good. Yeah. Um, just hitting the road, man. Just trying to get our sea legs back and yeah. get back in the swing of things. Now. Um, we also got our buddy, uh, where do you go, Clint, Clint Lowry from Seven Dust. Uh, he's, he's over there. He's our guitar player on this run. So uh, nice. So that, that's cool too, man. Uh, we're big Seven Dust fans, and right. you know, really good friends. So it's it's been fun. So now both of you guys are are pretty. Both the bands are are pretty well known. I mean, everybody knows who you guys are. Initially, when you started that conversation, hey, do you want to come play guitar with us? I mean, how to me that'd be like, whoa. But to you guys, it's like you guys are on the on you know you're all popular. Everybody knows who you are. Was it just like a friendly conversation of, hey man, um, do you, do you want to just come over and, and hang out and play guitar with us? Yeah, pretty much, man. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while. Sure. You know, we're like, man, how cool would it be if you just come out and you know party <laughs> and hang out, whatever, like you know, play music and right. you know, so it's it's something we've been throwing around for for a while, but it's never worked out. You know, Seven Dust got a pretty pretty grueling tour schedule and yep. so do we you know yep. we, we're not scared to hit the road so um but this time around yeah seven has taken like a year off you know getting ready to, yeah. to work on a new album and stuff and uh so we basically hit him up be like hey dude like 
What's going on, man? Right. You know, here's an advanced copy of the album. <laughs> hint, hint. Just you know, like, are you busy? Can you do it? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. And uh, oh, that's that awesome. was it, man. Here we are. Well, you talked about you talked about tour. You talked about grueling schedules. And when you're on the road, I mean, when you get time off, and it's I know it's very rare, but what's what's that feeling like when you're when you you get to go back home? You're you're ready to hang out with your friends and family. Uh, you, do you? Are you actually able to set aside band life and, and continue with family life? Um, I mean, going home is always great, but it's hard because, uh, you know, anything short of like, I'd say like six weeks, right. you, you never really like get in that home mindset. You know, your, your mind's still on the road, even though right. your body's at home, you know, so you never fully relax. You don't unpack your suitcase. Yeah. You just like, you know, counting down the days <laughs> till you leave again. It's just kind of weird, but. It's nice being home, man. I, I like to do, you know, a lot of fishing, right. you know, ride bikes, um, you know, shooting, uh, you know, I love to cook, right. um, you know, arts and crafts, you know, <laughs> I, I have a cool little workshop area in my garage, nice. workbench, I just build random stuff, just, you know, just mess around. Do you basically. get to do any of that on the road ever? Um, a little bit, you know, I buy a little grill whenever, yeah. we, whenever yeah. we go on the road, I buy a little grill for like 20 bucks, Right. you know make a little charcoal fire, <laughs> like little burgers. And, I like it. I like you know, it. So we do that from time to time. Sometimes at festivals, it's, right. it's cool because you get done early and you have the night to sure. make food. And that's a social thing. and kind of makes you feel like you're at home a little bit. Right. Um, every now and again, we make time. We, we just went, did a cool thing, went to uh, the Six Sour uh, Training Academy and, you know, did a day yeah. there shooting and stuff. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we, we try to do cool stuff. Maybe go to a movie one sure. night, you know, just makes you feel like you, you're a little bit of, like you're at home, you know. Right. Uh, so yeah, so you, you, you got to keep yourself entertained. Do you bit. ever have to, because of popularity, you guys you guys are huge, um, regardless of what you're saying. Thanks, are there precautions that you have to take whenever you guys go out, or is it just kind of okay? We're gonna do this, and we're just gonna do it. Um, not really. Uh, I mean, we have a security guy, you know, who sort of keeps an eye on stuff. But I mean, we've never really had any major issues. You know, I feel like people are, you know, pretty respectful for the most part. Um, you know, if I got, if I'm at home and uh, my girlfriend and I just moved to Georgia, oh, yeah. uh, to Savannah. Nice. So I just walk around there, like, I mean, people look at me, they're like, uh, who's this weirdo? <laughs> but but they're not like. Also, we've just moved, so I, I right. don't know if they've put it, put two and two together yet. Right. But I can pretty much walk around most places, and people don't. They don't know. I mean, they don't know what I look like. I'm the bass right. player. You know? right. <laughs> uh, Sean maybe gets recognized a little more, you know, in Nashville, but. But when we go out as a band, you know, right. when there's like two or more of us together, like, then it's really like, then it's, then it's, yeah, oh, start you to guys stare. Are, you know, and then, right. then it becomes like, a, if it's one guy on your own, like, you can kind of sl slide under the radar pretty right. easily. And now, yeah. would you prefer that, or would you prefer having people recognize you? No, no, I, I, I don't think I could. I, I mean, I guess, nice, it's, I, I guess it's flattering. People come say, hey, you know, right. I love what you do, but I feel like if, you know. Not that we're in any danger of it, but I think if we ever got to the point of like the super famous people, like you know, I don't know, Miley Cyrus or something, sure, or like yeah, Justin yeah. Bieber, I don't know, these kids, I and it, does, it drives them nuts. Right. But I feel like it would drive me even more nuts. Like I, I couldn't do I, yep, it. Yep. I agree. That's why I moved to Savannah. I want to. When I'm home, I want to. I don't want to go out to clubs. I, I want to be home and. We're on a lake, you know, so I can fish in the lake. Nice, and yeah. Watch the birds come down to roost in the evenings and right. make a fire in the back, grill some meat, and put the UFC fight on, and you know, like, 
that's that's what I want to do. That actually sounds wanna, awesome. Yeah, it's 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 the move. You know, I was in LA for 15 years. Wow. And wow, my girlfriend's like, you know, we're living this sort of, you know, small town or whatever, like right. simple life in the big city. We don't do like city stuff. And it really clicked for me. I'm like, you know, you're right. I'm trying to like. Like, I wouldn't leave the house right. like this recluse. Right. But I'm in LA, there's a lot of cool stuff to do, but I wouldn't do any of it. Yep. Yep. It's because that, that's not what, you know, was feeding my soul, yeah. if you yeah. will, you know. Absolutely, and absolutely. She's like, why don't we just move? And I'd been there so long, you just get conditioned, you know, and feel safe in your microcosm. But, you know, she gave me a kick in the butt, and I'm like, yeah, you know, let, let's do it. And went to Savannah, and uh, man, so far we love it. Right. It's great. Man, that's awesome. That's, uh, yeah. you, know, you, you got to do that too because because you're on the road so much, you got to go where you're comfortable when you go home. And if yeah. you're not comfortable there, you're not going to be comfortable back on the road. And that's the thing, man. You know, like when I'm off, you know, we go down to the beach and she lies there and reads and right. suntans. You know, I bring my fishing rods. Right. Because I get a little bored just lying there. Now, are you doing the bikini too or is it just is it just her? Oh, yeah. Well, you're, no, you're rocking that bikini? Straight yeah. Speedo, son. Yeah. That's nice. That's really nice. <laughs> um, all right. So tour life versus, I'm sorry, not tour life. Festival life versus like, um, uh, you know, like a regular venue. Now, it's kind of two-fold question. Media, is it, how different is it at a festival situation as opposed to like going to a, a venue show as far as like doing what we're doing right now? Yeah, the media is very different. Um, it's chaotic, man. You know, yeah. there's, there's yeah. just, you know, a huge tent of tables and chairs and, you know, you just kind of go around and, you know, do five minutes in, you know, at right. each spot. And, um, it's it's kind of hectic, uh, you know. On the road, it's it's yeah, we do a lot of like phone interviews. Oh yeah. You know, like calling. Call hey, where are you today? Oh, I'm in, you know, wherever. You know, right. Enter there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know, then you chat on the phone for a while, and well, otherwise, you know, the radio station might come out, sit down, and chat a little bit, or you know, if there's some local stuff. Um, but it's way way more way more chilled, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this is cool, you know. Yeah. You get, I think you get to. You get to reach a lot of ears in you know in a, yep. a sort of small area. It's, right. it's a cool thing. Yeah. And I know you guys have you know you guys have a limited time when you're out here because you got to prep for the show. You got to do all this stuff. Um, you know we don't want to talk too much uh, because it's you just you got to have the right mindset for the show later right. tonight. But is there any um, the how do I the way that you guys write your songs? Do you guys prefer to one do it as a group and two do you guys prefer to do the music first or do you want to do the lyrics first yeah mu music comes first normally okay. um it just depends you know it depends on the album uh we've written albums and sound checks pretty much on yeah. the road because it's the only time we had <laughs> um this one sean wrote pretty much entirely in his studio in nashville wow um you know we'll live pretty far apart right um so yeah he, he definitely did the lion's share on this one wow um but on the last one you know uh you know a lot of it was us jamming in a you know, in like a band room, old school garage day style. Um, it just it just depends, you know, what the, what the circumstance is, sure. how we're feeling, sure. And um, you know, whatever whatever gets the best result, you know. So when you're when you're starting to write songs, you're probably listening to other songs. I don't I don't need to know the songs of the bands, but what genre do you really prefer to listen to when you're when you're trying to get into the writing mood? Um, actually, when writing, we, we try not to listen to too much like rock music because you. you you don't want to be influenced by yeah. your peers, you right. know. You don't want it to sound the same as everything else. So um, we tend to sort of take a step back from music a little bit. Uh, I personally tend to listen to a lot of like weird stuff. Well, not weird, but just different. To, sure. You know, maybe not what people would expect. Um, you know, I mean, this we live in this environment like today. 
it's going to be rock music from start to finish, you know, which I love. It's my first love. But when I get on the bus tonight, I'm going to put on Mogwai or Explosions ah, in the Sky or something. Wow. Or, or uh, I just got into this composer. His name's uh, Mattia Copelli. Right. And he does like movie scores and stuff, but it's really beautiful, like classical type music, but just cool melodies and stuff, just instrumental. Yeah. And just get on the bus and, you know, it's about a fault because there's so much rock in my yeah. in my job, in my yep. daily life. Yep. I tend to listen to like other stuff. Right. You know, to like balance me out. I, I think guess. that that's that makes sense because yeah, because so, yeah. you just said it. You just you listen to it so much yeah. that you don't want to be completely saturated by it, so you gotta take yourself apart uh, right. and, and you know make sure that you're doing what you need to do. Um, well, as far as like you know, you're you're on the road all the time. Is it is it better to? I, I guess like when you're when you're getting ready to get to to do the show, do you have any type of pre-show rituals that you have to do either you personally or as a band? Is there something that you guys do always? Yeah, I drink. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. No, like hour and a half before showtime. Um, oh, I make awful. that first little cocktail. Yeah, uh, I've been on a Jameson kick. So I'm a Jamo on the rocks. Nice. Uh, so I'll just hour before I'll make me and my, myself and uh, Sean a drink. Right. Um, you know, maybe like a Tito's and soda. Yeah. You know, splash of Gatorade. You know, a little yeah. bit of sweetness. Was well, like a you know a Jamo on the rocks, and uh, have like a drink or two before the show. Yeah. And then you know put on a little sepultura maybe like 30 minutes before. You know, a bit of scissor fight, you know, something a bit heavy, a little dirty. This <laughs> gets you in the mood. Wow, you know, I get, love gets, it, man. gets you ready. I love Gets that. you ready for it, yeah. That's you know, actually, the, the drinks take the edge off. And that's actually what I did right before this interview. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm trash you, right man, now. There's, there's a lot to be said for it. I'm just saying, it, it works for us. So, a lot to I mean, be said everybody should be able to do that. Responsible drinking. That's, that's right. a lot to be said that's for You've got to be responsible. <laughs> you can drink, but you got to be responsible. Man, it was amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with Thank me. You, bro. Uh, we appreciate no that. Problem. Good luck to everything. Uh, you got the new album coming out, or it Thank is you. out, and it's uh, it actually sounds pretty freaking amazing. Thank man, you. That's awesome. So uh, good luck to you in the future, and uh, we'll see you down the road, man. Hell yeah. All right, brother. Thanks, man. See ya. So that was Dell Stewart of Seether. Of course, he said he would never leave. He, in fact, is still there. We actually just checked on him the other day. Isn't that right, Eric? We have a live feed uh, yep. that, that sits on him, kind of like... Uh, kind of the same concept is like when when birds, uh, you're you're looking at the birds that are you know nesting or the eagles or something right. like that they have babies. Live feed. Same thing with same thing with Dale. Uh, he's still hanging out there, still rocking out. Um, By himself. Doing his thing. Yeah. He's. Just, I mean, there's no reason to leave anyways. There's there. no shows. There's no festival. He has nowhere to be. So oh. it kind of worked out in his favor. And plus, without I mean, they came and took the tents and the tables, but he's still Dead. sitting there. There was a nice little platform of grass right there. He's yep. fine. Yeah, he's good. He's he just gets DoorDash to drop him off food every day, yep. and yep. we'll uh, we'll submit that live feed link to you here at the end of the video. It'll be good. It'll be good. I think you'll yeah. like it, especially when when he gets fed by other animals and things like that. It's it's cute. It's nice. I will say that was cool. That you know why why we were doing that video. Clint was uh, Clint Lowry of Seven Dust, of course, was joining them for that tour. He was the uh, filling guitarist, and that was really cool to see that connection and that band kind yep. of connected in that way with somebody else from another really, I would say the most underrated band of all time, seven dust, but yeah, uh, it was cool that he joined them and was able to jump around table to table. It was kind of funny watching all that go on while you were interviewing uh, Mr. Dell. Yeah. Well, and I think too, you know, one of those things where, um, you know, we're, we're grateful for the two interviews that we had. And, and again, it, when, when everything gets backed up in these festivals, 
the the major uh you know the major media companies will get first dibs and then yeah. you know the rock stars will say whether they want to do it or not blah 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 we were we were uh lucky enough to have these two fine folks uh come over and and hang out with us so um you know we Good big times. shout out yeah big shout out to those guys uh just tony tony and dale um and robe guy i don't remember his name but robe guy and if you're That's if it. you're the guy that was screaming at me in the bathroom what's up buddy I hope everything came out okay for As you. As a matter of fact, we want him on the show next. We should get him on the show. He should just. I, hey, oh, yeah. by the way, this is real. I literally just connected with somebody that we randomly met. They live in Nashville. They were actually there for the show. Um, Bush performed on one of those nights that we were there. And uh, if, you, if you remember this properly, Eric, um, we did a meet and greet with Gavin Rosdale and the guys. And it was backstage at Rock and the Range, and there was a couple. It was a lady. It was a young, attractive female, and it was a good-looking dude named Rambo. And mm. I specifically remember Rambo um, mm. because of the name one. But the guy was completely random and out of his mind. I love that about him. He connected with with like us, man. So it was like so funny to see this um, this guy on social media. I just found him literally like nice. on Facebook. So I connected with him, nice. and we were talking about this exact festival well this was a good festival uh well kind of it was a it was a decent festival as much well what was that other festival we went to where they they the media tent was not that louder all. than life louder than life yeah uh there are some there are some festivals that know how to treat their media and there are some festivals that have no care in the world for media uh and i don't mind saying it that louder than life does not care at all they did not care Rock on the range, however. Oh, very well done. VIP'd it up. Very well. We were like sitting there. We probably did not even belong in the next tent that was beside the other tent that we were in. We did. And we just walked in and they were like, grab some food, guys. No worries. There's crab legs, turkey legs, like all all kinds of crazy food and just sat down and devoured. That night, that night, Parker, did we not make our own trash bag gas? We did. So after the food, obviously we had to eat quick because they were like, uh, these guys don't belong in here. They don't look like rock stars, but we did. Yeah, uh, we so thought funny. we did. Yeah. And it worked. So we had to eat our food fast. It's like when you eat we broccoli. Did. We eat did. broccoli now, too fast and drink some sweet tea. Your night is determined yeah. Yeah. to end with gas. Yeah, it will. It'll happen. But if your jets on the hot tub don't work, no worries. You're it's all fine. Good. You're set. So Eric Black, I don't know if he still has it. He probably still has a trash bag full of gas from that night. If you want to buy it, I'm sure he will put up. We can put a GoFundMe. You know what? We'll just go ahead and get a um, buy it now button on the website. We'll put it up. You can all bid or you can just buy it there. Yep. It's fine. He'll even autograph it. I'll even autograph it. I'll put my name on it. Why wouldn't you? Anyway. Lots of good times at Rock in the Range. We're going to do these a little bit more often, maybe uh, every every month or something like that. We'll do we'll do something of this nature. But uh, we need to get back to live shows, man. This is yeah. this is insane. I don't mind doing doing the live streams; those are okay. It's fine, but it is not obviously the same. It's not you. Well, uh, you're in the other room on the other side of the world. You're over there. Yeah, I'm over here. And it's not same for the artist either. It's not same for anybody now. The, the bad part of that is, is that it, you're taking out three-fourths of the work crew that is, oh, yeah. uh, that is helping. 
with you doing that. So when you see a band on stage, it's not just the band. There's probably 20 or 30 other stagehands and crews and, and managers and all that stuff that are now out of work as well. So it's not just the band, it's, it's everyone. Uh, you have venues now that can't do anything about it either. Uh, festivals, obviously. Things like that. So if you can, at any point in time, support uh, any of those artists that you enjoy listening to, whether they're indie or whether they're mainstream, uh, you know, majors, whatever you want to call them. Do it. Support them. Support them. Buy uh, their merch. Buy their merch. Buy their trash bag gas. You know, whatever whatever they have, yes. just just purchase trash it. Trash bag gas. Can. I know times are tough. I totally understand that. But if there's any way, uh, even a share on social media, share it, like it. Uh, love it, whatever you want to do. Just uh, you know what we'll do yeah. for them, Eric. No, I don't. For all for all bands, this is going to be a lot. We will personally fill bags of trash trash bags up with our very own gas, and yeah. we'll sell it on the next show. It's pretty popular. It is. We'll put it on the website. Yeah. We'll monetize it. We'll go. So yep. we're going to offer our services. We're going to do whatever it takes for our bands, mm -hmm. and we'll support them no matter what. So. Um, ex expect trash bag gas. Do it. Make it so. Uh, another little bit of news. We are going to be on, now we haven't been, uh, technically we haven't really been podcasting uh, because we're not on really any of the platforms quite yet. There's been uh, a little bit of a hiccup with what we were doing. We've got those things ironed out. So uh, very soon, my friends, very soon you will be hearing this show on every single platform that you've ever heard a podcast on it's going to be awesome there will be no reason that you cannot find us no none zero zilch it'll be good times uh in the meantime check us out ericblackwashere.com forward slash rockcast find us on uh on socials rockcast show on facebook and ig and then uh we have a youtube channel but i don't know what it's called i think it's i think it's actually a show too i made that one last and it was like 11 o'clock at night i don't remember That's but fine. it will be on the website soon but and uh, everywhere else on the web in the podcast world spotify itunes apple yep. podcast amazon you name it walgreens walmart walgreens cvs that's probably not kfc maybe kfc we're going to owe a lot of money after this. Yep. We're pretty much broke. So we're going to start a GoFundMe. So fund us. Appreciate it. That's and awesome. buy our trash bag gas. Buy our trash bag gas. This show's not going to do well. Uh, anyway, thanks guys for listening, for watching. We hope, you, uh, we hope you have a good rest of the week. Until next time, I am Eric Black, and that's P Minor. This is Rockcast. Keep rocking, guys. Peace.